coined a phrase or mentioned something called soul theology and it caught my attention and so um, I decided um, that I would explore that, what that really meant. Um, it was a part of an example that I gave in the sermon on last week, and I kept mentioning my soul theology is. And, um, and so I decided to explore theology as far as the soul is concerned. And so um, if the Lord says the same for the next few weeks, I'm going to be dealing with a general theme of soul theology and try you know my best to unpack that for us so that we will walk away with a better understanding of what that means and, and how that affects our walk in this Christian life amen amen so I'm going to start today um, Romans 8 28 is very familiar passage of scripture um, you may read it if you don't you just know it um, some of us had to quote this before we could eat every Sunday at grandma and them house um, and it says and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose and we know that all things everything with the exclusion of anything work together for good to those who love God to those who are called according to his purpose I want to talk about just for today the Lord will make a way the Lord will make a way God, we thank you and give you glory for where you are about to take us. We honor you and we bless your name for it. Have your way in this place, safe, set free, and deliver in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of God. The Lord will make a way. It is my assumption that at 8 o'clock in the morning, a spirit of reflection has just taken over the room. <laughs> I'm talking in the future tense, but your mind is in the past tense. <laughs> I say the Lord will make a way, but you are already thinking about what he has already done. Some of your stories may start uh, from today, but some of your stories start way back when. Uh, uh, I was preparing to start this message another way, but gratitude has hit the room. And so I'm not going to get in the way of God receiving his glory for the way that he's made. I don't know about y'all in the room, but I can say that God brought me from a mighty long way baptist says he brought me from the rocking of my cradle down to this present time he he's been just that good to me the lord will make a way i don't have a problem testifying to that to somebody because i understand the way he may sit down y'all i got to y'all 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 gonna praise up my preaching time uh, he will make a way maybe Maybe that's a reflection for some and an encouragement to others. He, 
He, he, I don't know. Maybe you need to encourage somebody around you that ain't caught on to the praise break and tell them God will make a way. Oh, yes, he will. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. I am a living testimony that God will. Just the mere fact that I'm standing here with the mic in my hand is a testimony that God will make a way. My mind ain't lost. I ain't crazy. I ain't somewhere looking all off in the space because I know God will make a way. God is a mind regulator. He regulates my mind when it kind of gets off kilter. When, when I go the wrong way, he's a mind. Sit down, y'all. Sit down. The Lord will make a way. Uh, he will like, just I understand that at the mere mention of that text some of you um, especially Torah wish that the band was present that we could strike up a note or two that she could get her skip on because she understands that the Lord will make a way but I am acutely aware that there may be those of you in this room and those of you who are watching us online um, may be in some current situations that are less than desirable. And although for many of you just to mention of the Lord will, made you raise your hands and clap and want to get your good one in real quick. Uh, but, but, but for others, I have to understand that it may require a few moments of conversation to get you on that praise avenue that many of, of you are already on. I, it takes something sometimes to learn how to praise God under pressure. And, and, and the reality is that some of us come with a liberated hallelujah, and then some have a hallelujah anyhow. And I got to understand, I'm growing to understand that, that people who don't jump quick is not because they're not grateful. It's just sometimes it takes a little conversation, takes a little reminder, a little encouragement, a little reminiscence of the goodness of God in your life. So on the menu for today and plated before us. Uh, is a familiar passage that many of us have often read and many and most of us in this room in this service has recited in one uh, time or another but I believe that as much as we've read this as much as we've heard this as many sermons as we've heard preached as many times we've used it in our personal testimonies and in our personal discipleship I, I, I would garner to believe that many of us have been missing um, some implications or have overlooked some things about this particular pericope that, that, that will bless us, that will take us even further. Romans 8.28, and we know that all things work together for good. Let me stop right there because most of the time we will quote that and then Christian people or churchy people will now point to the requirements of that. Yeah, because we don't want anybody to just believe that you can live any kind of way and do anything and then expect all things to work together. Uh-huh. And so we will say that quickly and then jump to to those. Yeah. Yeah, that's the qualifying factor that you got to love God. 
Yeah, yeah, you got to love him. And then you have to be called according to his purpose. And so uh, in our effort not to mislead anybody, we quickly jump to that. But I believe that I have mature enough saints in the room that we understand that portion of it. And I just want to deal with the first part. And so couched uh, um, in this sentence of truth, uh, it talks about the providence of God, the providence of of God and 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 the providence means the protective care of God as a spiritual power the protective care of God as a spiritual power say providence, providence. yeah 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 I, I look at the first three words and we know it tells us that the providence of God is experiential the providence of God is experiential. Uh, um, uh, uh, let's see, let's see. When we, when we apply for a job, those of us who, who are um, going for uh, um, new jobs or going for employment, uh, when you apply for a new job, after the pertinent personal information as name, birth date, social security number, and all of those things, one of the main things that they want to find out about you is how much education you have. And so um, the application will have two pages of ex education and, and you need to write down all of the schools that you have been to and all of the degrees that you have and all of the training that you have in the particular area that you are applying for. The second important thing is experience. Experience, experience, uh, uh, education first and then experience. And I've often questioned why is experience so important when oftentimes it's your first job or, or it's your first time entering into this career? Because common sense says that if it's my first time entering into this field, I don't have that much experience. And so many of us have to pull on other experiences that will qualify us for the position that we are applying for. Either that or a lot of us just lie. Uh, we gonna praise, let's be real about it. You know, praise and repentance go together. Yeah, we'll lie and say, hey, yes, I, I, I've had this many years doing this. I ain't never done it a day in your life. You just looked at somebody else doing it and say, I believe I can do that. Uh -huh. And they pay more money, so I have experience. Oh, yeah. Yeah, come on. Look how y'all looking at me. You know your first managerial position. You ain't never managed nobody. But you made them feel like you have ran the United States. Uh, yeah, you done, yeah, yeah, you done told enough people. I got managerial experience. I told Junebug to wash the dishes, and he did. I told Mary to sweep, and Mary swept. I got managerial. I told June June and them, shut up. And they obeyed my command. I got managerial <laughs> experience. But what they understand is there are some things that will come up um, on the job that education didn't prepare you for. 
There are some things that will come up on the job that your degrees did or your professors did not teach you. It's not etched in the degree that is on your wall. There are some things that only can be handled by experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's that experience in our Christendom that we often have to rely on that gets us from where we are to where we're going. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, the praise that entered the room and the gratitude that entered your heart when I gave the title of the sermon was based on experience. Mm-hmm. I, I even said that I'm talking in the future tense. The Lord will make a way but your experience took over and moved the tense to the past tense Mm -hmm. although I was speaking in the future you were praising God for the past Mm -hmm. Uh, and so the providence of God is experiential Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, if you don't believe me let me see you you need to ask yourself every now and then especially when you're going through circumstances and trials you need to ask yourself what What is the explanation for my survival this far in my life? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is my explanation for my survival at this point in my life? Now, if you attribute your survival or your existence um, to your own abilities, then you are delusional at best. You're delusional, and, and, and I just have to say it that way because we have some people who come to church every Sunday and believe that they are where they are because of who they are. Mm-hmm. They believe that where they that their life that they're living is just because of their ingenuity and their own proudness. But but can I tell you, my experience tells me that 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 that, that, that look at where I came from and 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 what I did and and and, and who. I was and then I realized that nobody could have done that with me but God who but God can take me through all of the ills and the ills of my life all of the misfortunes of my life and bring me to this point who in the world would have thought that all my getting high moments and all my drunk moments and all my my sex moments would lead me to stand in in a pulpit and preach to other people that God can change your life Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because somewhere back in the annals of my mind, somewhere back in my previous existence, uh, uh, my younger existence, rather, I realized that the Lord will make a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Who but God could make a way out of my way? Yeah, because out of my way, I'm in my way. Mm -hmm. But God has a way to move me out of my way and make a way out of no way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, because because I can tell you, it wasn't because the instruction wasn't there. The instruction was there. I had the biblical education. I've been raised from the womb in the church. Yeah, 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 I'm going to go to the tomb from the church. Yeah, 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 but even in the church, I was still in my own way. Mm -hmm. Even with the mother singing the hymns, I was still in my own way. I get up and dance with the rest of them, but still in my own way. I knew I know more songs probably than most of you in this room that came out of the church. But even knowing all of the hymns and knowing all of the spiritual songs, I was still in my own. Who but God 
could get me out of my own way. That's a good place to testify right there. You might need to turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, God got me out of my own way. The providence of God is experiential. It's experiential to the point that 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 even in my experiences, Philip, uh, my experiences with God does not come without challenge. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It does not come without challenge. My experiences, as a matter of fact, are often tested. Mm -hmm. There are things that pop up in my life that test my experience with God. It does two things. It tests my experience, and then it creates more experiences. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, this is just for the married people in the room and those who have a prospect of getting married one day. Uh, uh, love don't make your marriage great. Sex does not make your marriage great. The shape of, stay with me, stay with me, stay in character. Stay with me. You, you, you're moving away from where I'm going. Just sit over there and back me up. As good as it may be, it does not make. It does not make it great. You acting like Philip over there. Say something I ain't saying. Make it. It does not make it great. What makes a marriage great is problems. Uh, for the single ones, I know y'all say, oh, well, all right then. I'm going to be by myself for a little while. I just have visitation here and there. I'm just not, <laughs> you listen how y'all looking at me. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but, but really, really, what grows a successful marriage is struggle. Because it's overcoming the struggle that makes you close, that brings you closer together. It's the hard times that you look back over and say, even through that, we made it. We, we didn't throw in the towel. We didn't quit. And it doesn't mean nothing to you early in your marriage. But when you get on down the line a little bit, you start looking. And some of the stuff that would have normally made you walk away, you're willing to look over and work through because of the other stuff that you've been. And, and, and it's that way with experiences with God. They are Tested, but they are always proven that, that, that even in the midst of my situations, in the midst of my circumstances, I, 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 I've been tested, but God's grace is proven in my life. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, that is another word, buzzword that you can replace God's providence with. God's providence is coupled, it's intermingled, it's intertwined with his grace. The grace of God allows you to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I say God, we make a way it also speaks to the grace of God in our lives mm -hmm. I, I, I came to give somebody encouragement who may be going through I told you that this conversation is just for some people who don't feel like they're in a place of God's providence mm -hmm. you have to learn how to go with what you know oh yeah 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 you need to know how to go with what you know and go with who you know 
Mm -hmm. There's sometimes that stuff just pop up there's no explanation to. I'm saying you could try to figure it out, but you can't figure it out. Every time you think you got a handle on why this is, something comes to punch holes in your in your analogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you when you try to measure out how in the world did I get right here and you can't figure out how you got right there, the thing to do is go with what you know. And we no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all you can use in uncharted waters. Yeah, yeah. Because some of us have gone through some familiar problems, but then there are some problems that come up in your life that you ain't never had to deal with before. There is no answer. There is no manual. There ain't nobody that can come tell you they understand. There ain't nobody that can pray the right prayer or say the right scripture, even though all of them are right. But sometimes it just don't fit. Seems like my situation. And so so when you get into those times when it seems like prayer don't work and when it seems like the scripture don't work and when it seems like your prayer partner ain't got enough power, when it seems like the, that the elders ain't nobody answering their phone, you got to be able to go with what you know and we know. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but I know God. I don't know when, but I do know God. I don't know how, but I do know God. Out of all of the things that I don't know, one thing that I do know is that my Redeemer lives. Yeah, 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 yeah. He lives in spite of all of the stuff that I'm going through. I know I may not feel him, but I know he's there. I, I, I may not be able to point to whatever direction he's blowing there, but, but, but I know he's around. I know my Redeemer lives, and we know that all things work together. If you would allow me to paraphrase uh, this particular text of scripture, and we know God works. And we know God works. God's providence means uh, uh, that he is also engaged in our affairs. When it says all things work together, we understand that it's God that's working. Those things, two things that I see here, and, and I, I may get to one of them. I don't know if I'm going to get to two or not, but, but, but I see God's ability and then God's credibility. One of the chief attributes of providence or the providence of God is God's sovereignty and God's omnipotence. This means that God has unlimited control and power in which to turn evil designs to good ends. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, God's providence means that he has the power to either have an answer to the enemy's evil or he's able to squeeze good out of the evil itself. Uh, that's a powerful God that'll take a bad thing and squeeze good out of it. Uh, I know that went right over your head. I know some of you operate from the portion that God has a counter for the enemy's evil. But I don't like that assumption because for me, that means there's something as powerful as God. Mm -hmm. To count 
to something means to come against something equally powerful. Mm -hmm. But I don't give the devil that much credit. Mm -hmm. I give him credit enough to know that he's around tinkering on things and doing stuff. But I don't elevate his power to the level of God. So I, I like the fact that God is able to let the enemy tinker, let him throw stuff at me, that he'll take the very thing that's hurting me and squeeze a blessing out of it. I, yeah, 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 I don't know who that's for, but God is squeezing some good out of your situation. I don't know how bad it is, and I'm not to diminish the, 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 the badness of it, but I'm telling you, as bad as it may seem, God is able to squeeze. Look at about two or three people and tell him God got his squeeze on. Yeah, yeah, he got his squeeze on. I don't know what you're going to, but God going through, but God got his squeeze on. I don't know what you're hanging your head about, but God got a squeeze on. I don't know why your lips turned up and you got the pout in your jaws, but God got a squeeze on. I don't know why you're sitting back there trying to act like you don't hear what I'm saying, but I'm talking right to you. God got his squeeze on my situation yeah god's unlimited power is useless if it's not activated uh i say that again as unlimited as god's power is it is ultimately useless if it's not activated uh, let me see if i can preach a way you can reach it a car cannot get you to your destination until the drive function is engaged in the transmission. It is when the transmission is engaged and put into drive that the car will move you from where you are to where you are going. And it's likewise with the power of God. God's power is engaged for your preservation. As a matter of fact, he loved you so much, he puts his power in drive just for you. It doesn't matter how hurt you are. It doesn't matter how what kind of situation you're in. God says, I am engaged. Engaged means that I'm in the move. I'm on the move for you. Uh, engaged also means that I am connected, involved with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we do not have a high priest who cannot feel the feeling of our infirmities. But he was tempted just like us. And he has gone through just like us. So he he can understand where we are. God understands where you are. And because he understands, he has engaged himself for your preservation. That's why you're sitting in your seat because you and God are engaged. That's why you haven't lost your mind and haven't thrown in the towel because you and God are engaged. That's why in the quiet times of your life you can still hear God's still small voice speaking to you in the midnight hour through your tears saying, I know you're weeping now but joy is coming in the morning. The reason why you can hear that in your sleep is because you and God are still engaged. I, I know you've done some damnable things. I know you might have had sin on your mind last night. You might have been locked up, gauged up, hooked up, twisted up, and turned up into some last night. But even in the midst of that, after you got through, took your shower, got up and said, God, I'm sorry. He said, I'm mad with you, but I'm still engaged in your 
preservation. God is able to take emaciated circumstances and create the educational opportunities out of them. Uh, what are you saying, Pastor? God will wait till you get in the middle of your mess to teach you a lesson. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes we don't want to hear the lesson. Sometimes we don't want to get the lesson. But God says, I'm so engaged to you that I want you, I don't want you to come out of this empty handed. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The more excellent the sacrifice, the more excellent the blessing. Ah, uh, I know this is this is this is kind of lukewarm for some of y'all. This ain't gonna be hot or cold, so I'm sorry. I apologize, but the, the worse the pain hurts, the better the lesson from it. I know we don't want to hear that because we don't want nothing that we uh, yeah 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 yeah. But if you hurting right now, just know that the blessing. It's not going to be anywhere near the, 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 the lowness of the hurt. As a matter of fact, I take that back. In other words, the blessing will be much more than the pain you feel right now. And not only will you receive a blessing from it, you will have a lesson from it. Because you need the knowledge of your trial for your next test. And so God's ability... It's not only that he's able to make stuff work out. He's also able to touch your thought process. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of you, some of you have been praying, asking God, God, uh, this sacrificial Sunday, the man, that man, that man, that man asked me $500. $500 my time. No, that man, that man crazy. That man ain't got no sense. And then he put his daddy up. And, you know, I don't disrespect my elders. I try not to disrespect old people. So he, he think he's slick. He put my daddy up and asked for the appeal and all of that. So I can, so make it make, make think I'm going to give. But, but truth of the matter, is it's not about me nor about my father what it is about is God is trying to even in your sacrifice teach you that he is engaged what he's saying is that, that, that the more greater the sacrifice the more excellent the blessing if you are willing to trust me in the area of your giving then I'm going to show you what I can do for you mm -hmm. uh -huh. and, and he even says don't just not do anything if you can't do everything do something and I will meet you at the area of your trust mm -hmm. if you trust me a little bit I'm going to bless you a little bit if you trust me a lot I'm going to bless you a lot that's not just about our money that's about our everyday life trust me well some of you need to trust God with your deliverance uh, that's all I'm going to have time to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're going to have to trust God with your deliverance. Uh, what are you saying? I'm saying there are some areas in your life that you've been working on, that you've been trying to fix, that you've been trying to pull away from or pull up from, and you've been having problems because you'll pull up for a minute, and then all of a sudden you'll find yourself back. You, you'll break away from certain relationships, and then all of a sudden you'll find your way back. You'll break yourself of certain habits, and then after a while you'll find 
find yourself going right back to it. What you need is God to engage himself, to be creative in, in how he helps you with your deliverance. He, he, he'll teach you in the middle of your trial how to come out. He teaches us generosity while we're in debt. He teaches us forgiveness while we're in the middle of persecution. He teaches us peace when anger is raging within us. God shows us the place to deposit all of our hurts. The Lord will make a way. I got to stop right there because I got so much more to say and no more time to say it. And so I'm going to stop right there. If you want to get the rest of this or at least get some more of this, meet me at the next service. I will try my best to get through this on the next service. Amen. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, the Lord will make a way. He will make a way because of his providence. Ah, yeah, yeah. He's engaged to me. He's engaged to my situation. He works. Uh, 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 my, my belief is experiential. God will make a way because he's made a way for me in the past. God will make a way, number two, because uh, 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 he's engaged. He is actively involved in my life, in my circumstances. And I have to learn the lesson to how to let him be involved in my decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever wondered if, if, have you ever thought about after you've done something, what, what would have happened if I would have listened to God? would have happened. Would I have had to go through what I had gone through if I had only listened to God? Oh, I can bring it even closer to home. Lord, if I had to listen to my mama. Or if I had to listen to my dad. Or if I had to listen to somebody, anybody that told me that that joker was a fool. If I had listened when they said, don't go over there. Don't do that. Don't 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 spend no whole bunch of energy and time. Don't 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 do that. Don't yeah, trouble, 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 trouble. Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And I went on and did it anyway. As a matter of fact, them telling me not to do it was the very thing that pushed me to do. Oh yeah, yeah. Paul says when I would do good. Evil is always present. And and the good that I would do, that I do it not. But the evil that I know I shouldn't do, I run to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you said don't do it, uh, uh, I got an ain't in my spirit. Uh -huh. Run away from that ain't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, don't bother with that ain't. Mm -hmm. Don't deal with them ain't. We got an ain't in our spirit. And so, and so the providence of God is, has come to remove the ain'ts. <laughs> he removes the ain'ts from us because he's engaged in every area of my life. And because of that, I understand and can testify to others that the Lord will make a way. Come on, let's stand in the presence of the Lord and let's pray together. Father God, we thank you for um, the acknowledgement that you make a way. Some of us acknowledge it experientially. Some of us are trying to grasp it educationally. 
because we need to learn that the things that we're in or the things that we have been through, the reason that we have successfully come out or successfully navigated through it is because you make ways. And we thank you for being a way-making God. And so now, God, we stand here in your presence. And although most of these people in this, under the sound of my voice are already saved and, 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 and are part of this local assembly or part of a local assembly, if there's someone online who is not saved, you can be saved right now. The Lord wants to make a way in your life, and that's through his son, Jesus. Jesus wants to be the way. He says, behold, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life, and no man can come unto, unto the Father but by me. And so if you are unsaved right now, I would that you would uh, um, chat right there in the chat box.